Hi guys, it's your girl, Hyacinth Like the Flower. Welcome to Sexually Even After. I'm so glad that you guys tuned in and I'm just happy to have you here. You know, this is going to be a wonderful journey for me and hopefully for all of my listeners. Hopefully we get some people that can relate and you guys give me some great questions that we can discuss and, you know, just go from there. So... Just to get in it, I'm going to start with myself. Um, My name is Hyacinth. I am the creator of Sexually Even After, as well as the creator of Hyacinth's Holistic Health. I am a poet and an author, and I'm also an overcomer of sexual trauma. So I wanted to use this platform to relate to those women that have also experienced sexual trauma, but instead of focusing on the trauma itself, just wanted to talk about the aftermath and what goes through a woman's mind after she's been sexually assaulted how does that affect her how does it change her relationships her intimacy and um for me I had my first um sexual encounter I guess you just say or you know I was molested as a young girl by a family member so um the crazy thing is for me I just kind of blocked it out like I didn't even you know deal with it you know, I heard rumors growing up and never really, you know, came to terms with it until I got a little older and, you know, people would say certain things. And then I was actually um, kidnapped and sexually assaulted by a, a man I did not know at all. So once that happened, it kind of brought up the conversation of, you know, what you did you talk to your therapist about what happened to you as a child? And that left me with this lingering feeling of just not knowing, you know, or why did I not remember or why did I block it out or why am I afraid to, you know, acknowledge that? What part of me? And it wasn't until I'd gone to this, um, it was like a health seminar and there was a guy, there were a couple of people, there was a team of doctors and this particular doctor was also like a, a spiritual healer, like a reader. And, um, He was also really good with like acupuncture and reading energy and things of that sort. So, you know, after the seminar, there were people gathered around him and they had lots of questions and just wanting to kind of get to talk to him a little bit better. And um, in doing so, they, you know, got some good answers. And he's, like I said, really good at reading energy, really good at reading spirit. But he's also a an MD. So. After a while, you know, I waited around and I kind of waited to speak to him. And I was actually talking to him because I also suffered from Crohn's disease, which is a digestive disorder of your colon. And stress usually flares mine. And at the time, I'd been experiencing some stress. And I started to, I was going through a divorce at the time. And I was starting to feel, you know, some symptoms, some stomach, abdominal cramps, just wanting to do some things to kind of get it under control aside from what I was already doing and immediately he began to talk to me about my childhood and being molested and I it kind of you know threw me off because I had no idea how he he understood or knew or you know and I kind of almost denied it and I kind of looked at him like I don't know you know I don't know what you're talking about he's like no what happened to you and I finally told him like hey I don't know it's been a rumor He's like, no, that's not a rumor. Like, almost like you know what the truth is. And he's like, you know, that is why you were sick. He is like, that is why you had seizures. That is why you had health problems. Because you basically, you blacked it out. 
you internalize everything and the seizures were your way of blocking out everything as a child from you know there I had stories of being called the bad seed and you know I was this terrible child to everyone and I you know did a lot of hateful things you know they would say but I think ultimately that was my cry for help that was me seeking help from you know my family my mom you know and I don't think anyone wanted to believe those things so in turn I was I took the fall I took the brunt of that and all through childhood I kind of went through some issues and I you know knew something wasn't right I knew I had experienced something because of some things that I my mind thought about as a child it just wasn't a normal child's mindset so I knew something wasn't right I I felt it in my heart and my soul and I always kind of knew and so that day was kind of like life-changing because I had truly prayed about it I prayed over that summer to like be revealed the truth once and for all like to be to know for sure what actually took place what happened to me like what what changed me? Why was I not that kid anymore that was so, you know, outspoken and outgoing and now I'm this shy, quiet, timid person, you know? And um, I became a mom at 16 and all of that didn't make sense to me because it was so far from my true personality and who I was and what I wanted, but I couldn't understand why in the presence of a guy, I completely shut down as if I had no cognizance of my, my feelings or my will and I allowed them to have that control. So in losing my virginity, I wasn't ready. I didn't want to do so. I wasn't comfortable at all. And all I could think of the whole time was just I wanted it to be over. I thought of my older cousin. I'll never forget that because I look up to her so much. And I'm like, she would not want me to do this. But I couldn't speak. I had no words to tell him nah, I didn't want to do it. So, you know, that caused me to go through, um, you know, bad relationships. I've had one night stands. And things I'm just not, you know, I'm not proud of that stuff, but it's just I've allowed people to misuse me because I did not understand what was wrong, what was going on. So, you know, that summer, last summer when that when that was revealed to me, you know, it was it was in ways heartbreaking, but in other ways it was it was like I was liberated, you know, because I felt as though now I know who I am. I know why I'm this way. I know why these things happen. I know why I respond this way. I have an understanding. Like you, when you understand the purpose of, of something or why it happens, it allows you to heal, you know? So I felt stronger. I felt like I was empowered now because I could, you know, face the things that had haunted me and tried to change me for so many years. But now here it is. I'm accepting it, you know, I'm accepting it as a part of my story and knowing that I can liberate other women that have experienced that. So with that, you know, I had that experience and, you know, it affected my mental for many years. I had a hard time, um, even still sometimes, you know, with guys, I have a hard time expressing and asserting my will with them. And, you know, I'm still in the process. I'm still, you know, in therapy for it. I have to, you know, go through all of that because it's something that leaves a stain on you you know you have to really truly consistently and consciously make an effort to you know erase that from your from your being you know to eliminate that feeling that guilt because it stays with you if you don't and for me I think as an adult when I was sexually assaulted and I was drugged so I did not have a memory of that at all again so again you know, blacked out, don't remember anything besides, you know, my family that found me and, you know, shared what they, what they saw or what they experienced. And so 
from that, I kind of, you know, understood what took place that night. Um, and even still, you know, it, it was hard for me to really process because I couldn't remember exactly what happened. And, you know, it was hard. Afterwards, I kind of felt just guilt about any intimacy with a man, any, any kind of, um, just closeness. And at the time I was in a relationship with my kid's father and we lived together. And even with him, I kind of was telling him like, no, I don't, you know, I didn't want to. And he was, you know, kind of like, it's me, you know? And even in that, you know, we did have sex after that happened, but it was never the same. And shortly after I eventually left and moved across country, cause I just felt as if I couldn't be that woman anymore for him. I couldn't do those things and it just changed the dynamics of our relationship he had his own guilt so it just made our relationship very strained and it had already had you know some other issues because of his infidelity and so it just was over you know and it really put me in a very vulnerable place and I really found myself um just lost and not knowing what I'm supposed to feel about a man especially because I never really had a normal interaction with men even from the you know losing my virginity that kind of messed me up too so I really felt displaced in my sexuality I you know at one point had a relationship with a girl and and the funny thing is it wasn't even really a sexual relationship it was just I really had a a feel I had feelings for her that were more than a friend and that was very unusual but at some point I started to think maybe I'm gonna be you know gay you know nothing wrong with that but I just had identified with that thinking that that might be my path now because I can't be with a man anymore because I can't be you know intimate with a man I felt you know guilty if I enjoyed sex now and so this is kind of what brought me to this platform and to have this conversation because I know that I'm not the only woman that has experienced that after being you know sexually abused you know the woman usually carries that guilt because you know, men are like, oh, you wanted it, or you asked for it, or if you weren't there, you wouldn't, this wouldn't happen, or whatever, that people try to make women out to be, you know, a hoe, or, you know, like, Amber Rose's whole slut walk concept is just to kind of say, like, hey, even if she is a slut, you don't, you don't have the right to, you know, misuse her body, and, you know, that's just, that's just what it is, like, in my case, I wasn't at all, like, I truly wasn't, but, again, a person that is in that mindset is, sick and there's no way to explain why or when that's okay I don't care what kind of woman you're dealing with so once that happens and you've taken those rights from a woman and you've taken away her 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 right to say then you've created this this energy within her that has to be healed you know and it doesn't for some women it ends in promiscuity for other women, they, they're awkward in, in intimacy like me and, you know, have a hard time expressing themselves freely. I think for me, my, my, the bet, you know, the way I was able to kind of overcome that is when I got married and that didn't even, you know, my marriage didn't, did not last, unfortunately, or I guess in some ways, fortunately for me, but, um, that was the one time I actually felt I could be sexually expressive because this person asked to marry me. So that was a different level and it allowed me to kind of trust a little bit more and not feel as used and, you know, 
um, materialized, I guess you could say, by a man. And I felt that there was genuine love there. Now, towards the end of the marriage and, you know, as it ended, it kind of got ugly. And that kind of stripped that away even, you know, that feeling. But ultimately, you know, the goal is to grow and to heal and to be able to have normal sexual relationships. You know, the it's not fair that after that a woman should not be able to to be in touch with her body and who she is and for me it started with me just seeing myself and even sometimes taking pictures of myself and appreciating my body with both clothes and without you know because it's a part of who I am and I'm still a woman regardless of whether someone took away my rights even as a child I still deserve to have healthy relationships and healthy intimacy and healthy sexuality and I hope the same for my listeners so if you're tuning in and you, you know, you've related and you have some questions, feel free to, you know, drop me a line, email me. My email address is health at gmail.com. Hyacinth is spelled H-Y-A-C-I-N-T-H-S, holistic, H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, health, H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or I'm sorry, that's my website, but my, my email is at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, any topics that you're interested in me talking about and you want me to share and you've experienced it, I'm all ears. I'm here for you guys. Honestly, I'm just here to to be that voice and to share my story and to create that conversation because somebody has to, you know, and you can still be a woman of class despite, you know, past failures and sex and experience and things that you did not intend to or didn't want. You know, it's it's never too late. Don't let that dim your crown. Don't let it change you. Don't let it, you know, take away from your value and who you are, who you're intended to be. So continue to be, you know, a queen. You know, you still are. And healing is definitely an inside job. It starts with your mind and your, and your mental space and forgiving yourself for those things, even though you aren't to blame. You know, sometimes it just takes that like that awareness to say, I'm not this is not my fault. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. And because I didn't ask for it, I'm not going to accept it as a part of my being. And I'm not going to let it manifest itself into limiting me and my relationships. Um, Because everyone deserves that love. Everybody deserves to have that fullness, you know. So tune in. I'm going to continue this platform and continue sharing some of my story. I hope that you guys that did tune in today enjoyed it. And maybe I was able to you know, give you guys something or maybe tell you something about myself that you didn't know. Hey, either way, hopefully you'll tune in again next time. And it has been my pleasure. I'm gonna wrap it up. Remember healing is an inside job. Be great. Peace.